Welcome back to Jcart Pod. I'm Jenna, and we're back for week four of Gary's journey to find love, and then I guess a bunch of other fucking people on a beach getting drunk, but I am living for it. Last night's episode of The Golden Bachelor was so good. Like the if you listen to the the Instagram stories I did, we were just like screaming, gasping, crying, throwing up. I am obsessed with the show. And I will say, if you've been listening lately, my opinions on Paradise have been a little lackluster. It did start to get me last night, so I'm excited for that. And I'm really excited to talk to my guest this week, who is a lovely member of Bachelor Nation commentary space, meme joke space that I've been a fan of for years. And I'm just excited that we finally get to talk. Welcome to the podcast, Kelly John. Thank you. So excited to talk to you because you are seriously the person that cracks me up the most out of like Bachelor Nation commentators as well. Like when I watch your stories, (laughs) especially when you shit on Nick Vial, I'm like, yes like it makes me laugh so hard and I just agree so much that I'm just like yes I someone's saying it like you're you don't hold back so thank you for your service oh thank you yeah for better or for worse (laughs) I will say that much like I sometimes see you know the community going to cool events and like whatever getting attention for the franchise and I'm like well, that's not going to happen for me because I'm a big (laughs) hater but it's fine because somebody's got to do it right (laughs) Somebody's got to do it, and you stepped up. Oh, so true. (laughs) Thank you. Well, hi. Oh, my gosh. Welcome to the pod. Um, So if people are a little unfamiliar with your page, you have a wonderful page where you do these great videos where you, uh, like, you dress up as the characters from the show, and you you play out scenes from it with this like really great humor and i was watching the golden bachelor ones you're doing and it's funny because you're not even necessarily like you're saying what they're saying but it's so funny because they're so like i'm sorry they're just old and sweet and cute and so it's just inherently funny and uh you do these great just like act outs that are really impressive because the amount of work you put into the character of it all is so good and like what do you how long have you been doing it i guess i want to know also how long you've been in bachelor nation as a fan like tell me everything well i've been a fan literally since season one i was yeah i was like eight or nine what was it 2002 i think Mm -hmm. it started so Mm -hmm. i was like nine years old maybe um and I watched with my mom, like since season one, that was our thing. We watched it my whole upbringing. And then when I went to college, like I would have people over to my dorm. We had to watch it together. Um, So I've always been obsessed with the show. And I always thought I was going to be a contestant. Um, My plan was to apply once I graduated college. And then I met my husband, like right before I graduated college. Damn it. I know, right? He ruined (laughs) everything. I found love in the real world. I started doing the videos four years ago now. So crazy. It's been that long. Um, And I just, one day I, so I'm an actress as well. And I live in Atlanta. A lot of the times I can go like months with no auditions. And it's just like, sometimes I felt like I was a little discouraged. Like, what can I do? I don't, I don't want to have to depend on a casting director to give me an audition and then to select me because there's so much competition. Mm. Um, A lot of it, honestly, it's not about how talented you are. Like sometimes you just fit the look that they're looking for. Um, So I was like, what can I do to put myself out there, create my own content? Um, I wanted to do something funny because that's just kind of who I am to my core. And I love Bachelor. So it was the premiere of Colton's season. <laughs> Picture, where were you? <laughs> yes, setting up the scene. Uh, and I, I always kind of thought night ones were goofy, you know, yeah. with everyone getting out of the limo. So I was like, I'm just going to make kind of a parody of night one. And like, I'm going to dress up as all the girls. And I really just kind of thought I was going to do like a one-time thing. And then that video did pretty well. And people were like, oh, you should do them for the whole season. Looking back, the videos were so low quality, like, but I would put literally so many hours into them. So I would just film. I didn't know how to use the green screen feature. I don't even know if that was a feature, like an easily usable feature on Instagram or TikTok Mm -mm. at the time. Mm -mm. Um, So I just filmed in front of a blank tan wall. I didn't have any wigs. Um, 
I just put on like different dresses for the girls, but I did the entire episodes. I spent hours reenacting the entire episode for the entire season for multiple seasons I did for multiple seasons and then it would take me hours to edit because I I was doing you know recapping two hours yeah it was so dumb that I did that I mean I still got like good engagement and people enjoyed it but then I started to realize like people do have short attention spans like I need to just highlight the funniest moments of each episode Mm -hmm. so thankfully now I am smart and I'm like I just do one or two funniest scenes from the show takes me way less time to film but I do invest a little more into it now Mm -hmm. I have my wigs Mm -hmm. I use the green screen feature very professional high quality Um, but it makes a huge difference and like I'll, I'll add funny music and stuff but it's really fun because I get to be goofy and do my acting. I don't, you know, I don't have to wait on anyone else to give me an opportunity. Um, and I've connected with so many cool people in Bachelor Nation, like you, a lot of contestants every season, a lot of the people that I reenact and impersonate, they message me and they love it. Like love it. <laughs> 99% of the people that I impersonate, they love it and they share it and they crack up. And so it's really nice to know that like most people have a good sense of humor. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've only gotten a few when I did my Gabby impressions last year, which were probably my most popular, my most viewed. I got every on every video. There's at least one person that would be like, oh, my God, you're a bully. And I'm like, do you are you like, I guess you're new here. Not not to sound like, oh, my God, everyone knows my videos. But like, I'm like, can you, you if you look at my profile, I do this every season and I do every character. It's not like I'm. And I'm not making fun of her and come to find out I actually met her producer. I met him in person and he said that Gabby loved my videos. So I was not bullying. Nope. But anyway, all that to say, it's been very fun. It does take a lot of time, especially now I have a full-time job. So it's kind of hard to like find time to fit it in. Um, But I love it. And it's, it's been rewarding because people say that it like makes them laugh it makes mm-hmm. the day um so it's been great makes the show more enjoyable in a lot of ways I feel like that's something that I I get from people is like if you didn't do the Instagram live reacts like I need that because this show can be a slog sometimes and yet we're like dedicated we've been here for a long time but like we need to have that, you know? <laughs> so yeah. I think it's great. And I think that I love that the contestants are in Because I was going to say, like, you're not being mean, you know? Like, I, I can understand how some people might be offended if, like, they're a villain and, like, your character of them is, like, you know, I don't know, a little exaggerated or whatever. But at the same time, you're like, it's kind of what we're seeing on TV. So, right. you know, and I remember back in the day, I used to tag so many people in my memes and, like, get so much attention. And then I got so burned for people. And I and I did realize that, yeah, even if I am making commentary off of, like, what is what we are seeing on TV, and I'm not really even exaggerating it much, I'm, like, just calling it what it is, people don't really want to see that shit. So now I just don't tag people. And if they find it great, unless it's like a really positive one, that's like funny, you know, and I want to get them to share it or something. (laughs) Yeah. I tell people like, if I get those occasional, like I got one comment on my TikTok last week that I was being mean because about um, impersonating Gary. (laughs) Yeah. And the lady was like, you're going to be old one day. And I was like, Hey girl, like I've been doing this for four years. I'm a super fan. I literally love Gary. Like, what are you talking about? Um, but I used to tag every, I, when I first started, I would tag like everyone in Bachelor Nation, like try to see my video. (laughs) And now I'm just like, here it is. Like, if you like it, you like it. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's too exhausting to like (laughs) tag a million people now. Oh, so is. Yeah, I know. I do like your Gary voice. It's, I mean, listen, he has a little bit of Kermit in him, you know, it's a little bit. (laughs) And Barney the dinosaur. That's what someone said iconic so good so yeah I mean you've been watching forever like have you been having a hard time watching for a while and then like now this like this version has come and it's just like so exciting and uh like what are your thoughts on Golden Bachelor as a whole and like let's get into it I love it I literally love it I was thinking about it today because I had to catch up on it today I missed it last night I it's lit. It's my favorite. Like 
It's so heartwarming. Mm-hmm. I love that. I hate that they added in the Teresa Cathy drama. It was mm-hmm. just unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else I just absolutely love. I think it's, it's what we need. It makes us happy. Everything they're doing, like the, the producers, the way they're formatting it. Mm-hmm. It's just great. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed. Yeah. I think that as somebody who's been watching it for a long time too, like it feels like the old version of the show, the good parts of the old version, because I want to make it clear. I don't like the old version where like there was no diversity and there was, it was really sexist and weird, but this is bringing in the good parts where we're genuinely seeing these connections and we are believing them and we're like actually invested in the leads life already like i just can't think of the last time i really cared about any of the male leads um in a deep way and i and that's what they're always missing it's like oh give us something like they could have given us rodney because i was more invested in his story and gary it's just like it's so good so you're like seeing him just really have these moments and i mean also like they just really hit lightning in a bottle because Gary also is such a, just a charmer. I feel bad for every woman because they're all just getting the Gary treatment, which is like dead eye or not dead eye, just straight on eye contact, smile. I, you're the most important person to me right now kind of vibe. And that's going to be, that's going to fuck shit up. Yeah. I think the previews where he's like breaking down, I really think it's going to be like, love like there's going to be true love between multiple people um and he's just i gotta give him credit too he is so good in front of the camera he's so comfortable everything he says is smooth like you said and i i'm just like he's literally the perfect person for this and every woman they cast too has been so great Mm -hmm. like they just seem so comfortable being on camera and i know that they're not like trained you know they just happen to be great the casting was phenomenal that's so great like i wonder do you think that's just like older age and like you become comfortable in your personhood i think so i think that they all do have a a great sense of confidence at least from what we see yeah it's really really great and like we are seeing these connections and for the fact that it's only an hour long i'm still impressed at how much i'm like oh my god this is this is just must-see television. So, you know, we get, we are down to, like, nine women when we start the episode, which is, like, wild. It's, like, shit. But they started off with less women altogether. And they are going to have a group date. And uh, we are reminded of the drama last week with, with Teresa and Kathy. It's, like, still brewing a little bit. And we get this big group on, group date where it leads Leslie as the one who is going to get the one-on-one date later on. And what is fascinating is that Faith has gotten no one-on-one date and she is the one who got the first impression rose. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Sometimes this happens on regular bachelor seasons where the first impression rose person, and I've kind of heard leads when they talk about it on podcasts later after their season is wrapped that like they already feel so strong about the first impression person that they don't need that time up front to get to know them better because they know they're going to be around for a while anyways. Mm -hmm. So they give one-on-one dates to other people to see if that, if the connection can build there. And then the first impression rose person usually gets a date three weeks in or something Mm -hmm. or four weeks in. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's kind of the formula. And we know too, that the producers really are the ones that pick who gets the dates. Mm -hmm. So I think they try to mess with the first impression in, I can't talk first impression rose person to make them doubt things. And then that's like a storyline. So I think that's exactly what's happening here because then it makes us talk about it. Like, wait, Mm -hmm. what's going on with Faith? (laughs) And then I think next week she gets the one-on-one. I think we saw in the preview. Yeah, so true. And you're right. I mean, it works perfectly because it does kind of mess with her. It gives her gives us a little bit of drama. Um, and I mean, I I think I've said before, I would I don't want the first impression rose. I mean, I, it just seems like it puts a target on your back in the main season. It doesn't seem to be affecting her that much in the house currently, but um, but yeah, it's it definitely causes a lot of like stress. It's like I don't know if I would want that. <laughs> I think it just depends because sometimes they end up being the winner, like. Yeah, sure. 
uh, well, LOL, like Garrett with Becca, that didn't work out. Um, <laughs> but who else got it? Didn't Brian Abasalo get yeah. it with Rachel Lindsay? Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's one. Well, famously, it's the women that choose well. The women, True. their first impression True. roses are typically pretty solid. Not always. Yeah. Um, but the men typically don't choose well. Um, yeah. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. So, yeah, we get that. And the group date is our sports date. And I guess, fingers crossed, we don't get any more because they're always hard to watch. Uh, and I was worried about these women. And, uh, it, of course, it's pickleball. Why didn't I think about that? Duh. 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 Gary, Gary passion. <laughs> um, it, me and my friends were just like, Okay, so what is this game? It's like tennis, but like with a lighter ball, a shorter paddle, and probably a little bit of different rules, but it seems like a similar game. Yeah, it seemed when they were playing, it looked exactly like tennis to me, like yeah. the way that they had to get it, you know, in the obviously over the net, but like in the box. Um, yeah, it kind of looked hard to get with the paddle thing. I've never played. Yeah, yeah everyone loves it. Especially was, go ahead. seniors. Yeah, exactly. No, and I was thinking, like, it's kind of hard in a way because I played adult dodgeball a handful of years ago. I was trying to make friends, and so I joined this adult dodgeball team. And since, like, school time, they've now made the balls lighter. They're, like, foam balls. And so they're not these, like, rubber balls that we were tortured as a kid with. And it actually made it so hard because to throw it, there's, like, no weight so it's, you're just lopping it and it just like, it, it was so rough. Um, and I hated it. I was like, you gotta have it be a little, like we're adults, it's fine. Um, <laughs> so it looked like pickle bar is actually kind of hard because the ball is lighter and to be able to get it over seems like a little bit of a trouble. And we have April falling and getting hurt and Gary coming to help her out. And then we find out this bitch is lying. I love this. I really wondered, though, did, if she thought of this on her own or if the producers were like, hey, April, you should go pretend to fall. And she was like, oh, great idea. But it was so funny. The execution, regardless of whose idea it was, like the way that she fell. Oh, my gosh. It looked so ridiculous. But they believed her. Everyone's like, oh, my God, April. I think Gary believed her, too. I wonder if she told him. Like, because obviously she told the camera, I'm totally fine with like a wink. Um, it was just, that was so funny. She's a hoot. She is a hoot. She's, yeah, she's kooky. I love her. Uh, and then we, it ends up being, who wins? I don't even know. Ellen, of course, oh. because Ellen is, uh, plays four times a week and she's co-captain of her team. And I think Kathy was her partner. And then yeah. they got to be featured in in pickleball magazine <laughs> they both kissed gary on the lips in front of everyone <laughs> oh my god iconic uh in pickleball i'm gonna get it yeah. out y'all I'm gonna, I'm gonna subscribe right away right uh, same. So so famous. then we uh get the one-on-one date with leslie and uh it is you know uh, she's going to get the little kind of adventure one where they are going to ride around on quads and it, you know, I don't know. It was fine. <laughs> I think Leslie might be our next or our first golden bachelorette. Mm -hmm. I kind of feel that because I think she's super pretty. She's fun. Um, what it, I think she's 65, 66. Mm -hmm. So she's like in the middle zone of the age range. Um, I think she's already got her storyline of like, I've been single for 22 years. She's so pretty. Um, and they, I think that she's going to go far. Like they do have a connection, but I don't see her being the one. I really hope it's Ellen. Ellen is my girl. Mm. Like if it's not Ellen, I'm going to be crushed. <laughs> For real. Oh my god. Yeah, Ellen deserves it so much. She's so sweet. And like by normal show standards, she definitely would be a pretty big contest like contender for it because she's really like believing in the process and going for it. And uh has just like I love she's just like I she, I wanna just hug her because she's never I clearly not been treated well by a man like ever. Because anytime anything nice happens to her, she's like starts bawling and I'm like, girl. Right. 
Oh my God. Higher standards. But no, I think you make a compelling point for Leslie. I, I just realized that. Yeah. Like she kind of embodies it all and she can definitely be, get her heart broken. She, um, I am laughing my ass off at the fact that you just said like she's been single for 22 years and like normally the other bachelorettes would be like, I've really been single for like, you know, for such a long time. It's like two years. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> It's so funny to me. <laughs> the difference is crazy. Uh, and we find out that she also, so she's our second divorcee that we are aware of currently. Uh, no details about it. Please, I need to know the dirt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, did your husband cheat on you? I need to know. God. Two of them do. Let's, let's go. Anyway, I'm so frustrated. Back at the mansion. We are getting this little fun game with the women all eating ice cream. And I'm like, is it Halo Top? Like, are we not, are we not sponsored by Halo Top anymore? Right. I don't know. Because they covered the, they covered the things. And uh, the women are playing uh, Never Have I Ever, classic game. And I need this every season with all of the women, like any, yes. any of the main season, please. And like, oh, Never Have I Ever made out with a married man. Right? April's like, I have. <laughs> Oh my god, of course she has. She was the one that dated that old famous musician. Yeah, it's, it's actually quite a sad story, it right? Is, like yeah, I don't want to I don't want to misquote and spread mis misinformation, but yeah, she like it was kind of predatory, right? And like, yeah. 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 So for anyone who's listening who doesn't know, a quick recap is like when she was like 16, right? Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. what was the musician's name? It was um, something uh like Rick Villal, but not 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 Nick Vial. <laughs> right. <laughs> but not it was like a close but it was like close enough that I was like I had never heard of this guy, but apparently he was like pretty famous. And she at sixteen became like his go-to girl and like his like she went on like tour with him, right? And on his mm -hmm. bus. And they had a sexual relationship um for years. And yes. it was essentially uh probably illegal and predatory and yeah. traumatizing so that's really sad. really sad um but yeah it gives context maybe to some unfortunate things that she went through yeah it really does kind of adds a little bit to everything oh i love her so much i hope that she's on paradise <laughs> um, oh yeah if they, if they don't do a golden paradise or a mixture if they just like they need to just put everyone on the beach fantastic fantastic uh, and we get, and so like the very beginning, uh, of the, the game, uh, one of the women was like, have you ever made out with, and I was like my entire being clenched up. And I was like, she's going to say woman is the question. Right. And it wasn't, it was the married man. Okay. I was like, okay. This way. And then a couple seconds later, <laughs> they're like, never have I ever been with a woman. And I just like, like lifted off the couch and just into another plane and i was like yes this is exactly what i needed and then susan's like bitch and started eating the ice cream and i was like oh my god susan was not afraid to share that she's oh. proud susan for by season senior bachelorette absolutely it would be so good yeah I, yeah, I wonder, I want to know the story now. I'm like, Susan, was it a drunk makeout? Like, are you actually into women as well? Yeah, I, I want to know more. Well, she does do officiating for gay weddings and, and probably straight weddings too, unfortunately. But I, <laughs> uh, I, I love that about her. And I remember when yeah. I found that out, I was like, oh, okay. But, you know, you could just be a great ally. So yeah. time will see. But Susan, I love you. And will you marry me? Okay. <clears throat> Anyway, the what happens next? Okay, so let's we get to the, the the drama of the we have like a cocktail party. Gary shows up in the most casual outfit ever. What? Thank you. <laughs> I needed I needed you to address that. Yes, he's in like a farmer plaid shirt, and everyone else is in like these gorgeous dresses. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it was so odd. It's Can so we also odd. real quick talk about Sandra? Yes. How she mentioned she was lactose intolerant, mm -hmm. and then the next day she's in bed. So I'm like, did this really affect your stomach that much? 
<laughs> and probably because literally I if I have fresh mozzarella I'm like destroyed for a week so oh yeah I'm again. vegan and I so I stopped dairy about two years ago and I accidentally had dairy last year on a flight they told me it was a vegan meal but it was vegetarian so they gave me real dairy and I was up all night on the toilet mm-hmm. yeah so, so I feel you Sandra that was so funny. You're right. I was like, this is the best ever. Um, poor, poor Susan or Sandra. And I hope that's the case and not like another sickness. So, uh, and oh, she gets a rose though on the group date because oh, she yeah. uh, is missing her daughter's wedding, which is so funny to me. I, I love the reasoning. It was a very sweet moment, but I also was like, oh my God. I was, I was pissed just because oh, I was just thinking like if that were me right uh if my mom even though she said her daughter told her to go on the show so I guess it's different everyone's different maybe her daughter had like a super chill like courthouse wedding we don't know um but if my mom missed my wedding I would be devastated yeah so I mean obviously her daughter was was fine with it though so yep for that so funny so Gary gave her a rose it's interesting how he's giving roses out uh they're mostly pity roses yeah interesting. yeah because he's that nice <sighs> like when he gave um kathy a rose last week like kathy is hilarious she's been great comedy on this show but like gary did not romantically like her i think he just really liked her as a friend and the fact that he gave her a rose was like yeah he just felt bad for her it it gives me the vibes of Peter Weber. Remember when he was yeah. like, you know, keeping everyone and giving them roses because they were crying because he could not yeah. handle a woman crying. And I'm like, Gary, watch <laughs> out, Gary. Yeah, You're gonna, gonna get into some shit here. Uh, and so the oh I, oh yeah, I don't know. Whatever. A long time ago, Trista comes at one point. Trista Stutter from the first ever season of Bachelorette. And Teresa is like, oh my God, guess what? I had the first day. So it's blabbering and like Teresa or, you know, Kathy's like, this is what I'm fucking talking about. And it is, it is pretty like cringe. It is like Teresa, Jesus Christ. And so they talk later during the um, cocktail party. They go to the side because, oh, because Teresa tells Gary all of it. Oh my God. Um, Or I guess it was before because, oh yeah, everywhere. All right, sorry, but it doesn't matter. Um, Kathy and her have a conversation where in which Kathy's trying to get her to understand, just please do not kiss and tell, do not speak about your relationships with, and Teresa's like, I do not mean it maliciously. I do not mean it badly. I just thought we were friends. I thought everyone would do this. And Kathy just will not let her explain herself though. And is like, you need to zip it. Yeah, it's... I do wonder if we're only seeing the Teresa talking about her connection and dates um, because she did say, like, I don't feel like Teresa is dumb. Like there are probably other like Leslie probably came home and talked about her date and Ellen probably talked about how great her date was on the hot air balloon and all the gorgeous dresses and jewelry she got to wear. Mm-hmm. I think that Kathy, um, like, like Teresa said, Kathy told Teresa she thought she was the number one for Gary. So maybe Kathy is just a little intimidated by mm-hmm. Teresa's connection. I mean, regardless, like, yeah, you should probably shut up a little bit. Um, but also like, just why does it matter that much, Kathy? Like, just, just ignore it. I don't know. They're making yeah. stupid. The fact that we've seen this conversation like five times now, I'm over it. I need, they're 70 years old. Like, <laughs> It is also funny, though, that this shit still happens when you're 70, you know, like it happens when you're 15 and when you're 70 and every every age in between. Truly. It's like that's just the classic jealousy of it. I mean, that's what makes this like show interesting is like you really don't have to do much to allow it to just like foster into like interpersonal conflict in that regard. And it naturally happened because they didn't really have to do shit with this one. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, there's always the potential that they were encouraging Teresa to like be more talkative, but I kind of felt like it was a naturally, that's just like who she is. And which would make sense then why she told Gary, because he's like, how are you doing? And she's like, I'm actually having a lot of trouble because I was just bitched out by Kathy. And I did like, 
I did love that she really went into like, it's just so petty of like she like was mean to me and Gary was pissed and he goes to Kathy and he's like hey can we talk because I just heard out that you not only are like this is this is the way it's being described to me but that you were like rough to her and she doesn't deny it at all which is so funny to me yeah Kathy's like yeah because she won't <laughs> stop talking about her connection with you and I and when he was like, oh, well, I heard you told her to zip it. And she's like, yeah, do you want to know what that means to me? I'm like, Kathy, zip it is a universal. It means one thing. It means shut up. Like, it doesn't mean anything else. Um, oh yeah. Kathy, but I was like, yeah, Kathy, she didn't back down. Good for her. She owned it. But Gary was, yeah, Gary was upset by that. And I think Teresa, I kind of relate to Teresa because I, too, Sometimes I don't know when to shut up and sometimes I just blab, especially if I, I want to make sure that the under pers- other person understands me. Mm. So like the fact that she's like, I really want Gary to like me. So I have to tell him everything to make sure he, like he fully gets it. So, I mean, I understand and it worked out as we yeah. see. Yeah, exactly. Uh, before we get to the rose ceremony, Nancy comes up to him and the downside of it being an hour is that we're getting no backstory on some of this stuff. Cause out of the blue, they sit down and she's like, listen, you're making really good connections with everyone in the house, but I think you're not making a good connection with me. And he, he was like, yeah, I wouldn't dispute that. <laughs> so formal. It's like legal terms. Okay. And she had a boot on her leg. <laughs> like she is the real, she really hurt herself. Yeah. Um, but I loved it. I loved the self-awareness and I love that she's like, I, I have zero, I don't have time for this. Yeah. I'm going. Yeah. So that's great. Like who knows what she has back at home. And she was like, oh, actually I'm done. The bunk beds are not doing it for me actually. <laughs> she can't climb up with that boot. Yeah. Exactly. So she's like, I'm really going to go actually. Uh, so we have the rose ceremony and it's down to, uh, we're gonna there you know there's the Teresa versus Kathy of it all and then there's April and um one other woman hmm. who doesn't have a rose yeah I think gosh well we can go over who does get a rose yeah please do which is uh Ellen gets the first rose and then we have Sandra already had the group day rose, yeah. so she stays, even though I don't even think she showed up to the, I think she was still in bed. Yeah. Um, Faith gets a rose. Leslie has her one-on-one rose. Um, who else? Right. And Teresa Susan. gets the, yeah. Susan gets a rose, yeah. and then Teresa gets the final rose. And then April and Kathy go home. April just like said goodbye, good luck. But then he asked to walk Kathy out and then they like sat on a bench outside and then he like put her in the car. It was much more personal. So I guess they, they, like what I was saying earlier, I think they did have like a a good friendship. And I think that's the case with a lot of the women. I maybe even with some who are left like Susan, I think Mm -hmm. I don't see that turning into romance. I think he just thinks she's a really great, fun woman. Like we all do. Yeah. The gift. Oh, can we talk about the gift real quick? Yeah, because I was like, she did. Yeah, she pulled her aside. Yeah, he pulled her aside and gave her this like beautiful gemstone that reminded him of her and her personality. It was so sweet. And then they make out. And I'm like, okay, so is there a connection here? True. I forgot about the make out. So yeah, maybe there is some some steamy romanticism that I am not like, I don't know, I'm not picking up on through their conversations um it's also weird to me because we know the producers gather these gifts Mm -hmm. so i i don't know when and why they were like hey let's have gary give susan a rock Mm -hmm. like what out of nowhere either it's not like she won a date like a group date yeah it's kind of weird I know. And like he gave Ellen that framed photo not too long yeah. ago and like things like that. So yeah, it makes me wonder if on the main seasons, there's actually more of this and they cut it for time uh, or to like edit people a certain way. Um, Cause like, honestly I could see again. Yeah. Like the producers are gathering it away, but I could see the leads being like, I really like this person 
and I do want to show them some some kind of like gesture. So um, it could be really sweet. It's really sweet, but like again, that's what I said earlier. I am so afraid for how this is all going to play out because he keeps giving these women such just direct attention that they are gonna like i mean we already got a beginning of i love you from ellen she pulls him aside is like i'm falling in love with you i'm starting to fall in love with you and he starts bawling because it's like the first time he's really heard it from somebody since tony passed away and um it's it's hard to say if he feels the same but like boy did he give her a lot of assurance i know i really hope that i i I remember last week he said that he could be the most himself around her. Mm-hmm. And I just love her. I think that she is so cliche bachelor word, but genuine. Mm-hmm. I love that she not, I mean, all the women are beautiful. I love that it looks like she has aged very naturally. Yeah. Again, not, there's anything wrong with not doing that, but I just really love that about her. And I just love her vibes and she's so excited and they just really seem to click. So I think, I think it's going to be her. Who do you think is top four? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ellen, Teresa, Leslie. Faith. Yeah, I guess Faith, unfortunately. Not unfortunately, but it's, yeah, I don't know if he has a connection with like Susan or Sandra enough. Yeah. I think that they're going home next. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know if he. I don't know if he's gonna give Susan the boot on a one-on-one. I know. Bro. I feel like he's he's gonna be too nice for that. She might be the one that gets that classic, like doesn't get a one-on-one kind of right before hometowns, and then they like freak out, and it's like, babes, don't freak out. You're going home. Like, I mean, you freak out because you're sad you're leaving, but like, the rest of the whole episode is like, oh my god, will I get it? Why am I not getting? I haven't had one. It's like, no, it's not gonna happen for you. Unfortunately, it happens every time. Yeah, true. Season. So she could be that. Um, but I want her for our first ever bisexual bachelorette. Everyone starts we're gonna make a campaign for it. <laughs> It'll be so great. She's so fun. She can like be giving her meatballs to everyone and farting. <laughs> <laughs> Doing hair. I love it. Yeah. So good. Uh so yeah, uh wonderful. We're so excited. They does look like they start to travel and we are you know, there hasn't really been any shots of what hometowns look like or what is going to go on, but I'm, I'm just really mm-hmm. excited and I cannot wait for the rest of this and I'm going to cry so much. So, uh, paradise Christ. Look at my shirt. Oh, look at, oh my God, an official <laughs> bachelor in paradise shirt. Yeah, I had to wear it. It was, so my friend auditioned for the bachelor like three years ago and a guy and then they gave him this women's size small v-neck. <laughs> so he texted me. He's like, uh, you're the only person that I know that would like this shirt. I'm like, absolutely. Thank you. What woman was he going to, in theory, be for? Uh, I don't know. It was, again, I think it was like three years ago. Yeah. So I guess whoever they, yeah. that was. And he's younger than me. So I think at the time he was kind of too young mm-hmm. for the season. I think he was like 24 three at the time yeah so yeah you can only have one or two of those um per season so that's funny uh so yeah bachelor in paradise i mean it's so unfortunate because it the stark contrast is just really killing me of the editing the storylines are not getting any better it's just the same old same old of like i'm seeing this one person oh no another person came down that's really hot oh they're gonna steal my person Oh no. And then it, then it like happens. There's been like almost no one that's like stayed with their person Mm -hmm. and we're not even getting much like, uh, you know, romance in between because like in theory, my heart wanted to be like really sad for Aaron as Eliza eventually went on this date with John. Yeah. John B, which was such a stupid name. (sighs) Like it's not the Outer Banks. They did not call him John B. on The Bachelorette season. His name was John. <laughs> Come on. Uh, and and I understand why Aaron is nervous because John B. is very attractive. He's very sought after. He is a catch. And 
But like I again I was like kind of feeling for him, but then I was like, well, I haven't really seen much of you and Eliza together, so I can't even really feel that bad for you. I did find it interesting, of course, that Eliza uh not bad, but just interesting that she, again she kind of put herself in this situation of like going on another date with somebody and like is it will it become a thing kind of like last season? Um yeah, we'll see. And then you know i guess like the drama with like brayden and cat and then the way that brayden then imploded the drama with sean and rachel was interesting and that is what finally got me that yeah like, a little bit dramatic uh because why did brayden just go over there and tell rachel that sean was like going to try to get with jess uh i mean i love that he did it and he had every right to do it but it was very silly <laughs> i think because he was interested in rachel and the next i think the next day that we will see next week um is when the girls give the guys the roses so i think that he knew rachel was his best shot at this point and then like the truth box thing which was so dumb but like people were all saying like brayden and rachel should make out so i think the kind of vibe overall was that maybe they should give each other like a shot so mm -hmm. maybe that was his in was like hey like i know things are not really working out with sean anyways this is what he said i i don't know i like brayden i think he's fun i i it was kind of immature for him to do that he should have just gone up to sean and been like hey i'm gonna talk to rachel because you guys aren't really going anywhere right mm -hmm. and sean would have probably been like uh yeah I, I like Jess, whatever, but of course he had to go behind his back. So I get why Sean's pissed because right. it was kind of middle schoolish, but at the same time, I didn't care. And I like him and Rachel. It was fun and cute. So, yeah. And you whatever. are, I think you're like really right about, it could have been like a on the fly decision in a way that like, he really, you're right. Cause he doesn't have cat anymore. Like he needs a rose. And Rachel would be probably the most eligible for that. That's like really, it's actually kind of smart. <laughs> yeah, you have to be strategic. It's a game. Yeah. And I mean, just like Sean had to, or Rachel had to stay around. Can we talk about also the fact that they're basically treating Rachel like shit and she's the only former lead. And last year when Becca was on it, or if it was two years ago, yeah. whenever it was, they really gave Becca special treatment. And the fact that they never gave Rachel a date card thus far, I'm like, what is going on? Why didn't Rachel ever get a date card? They're treating her like, I don't know. It's it's weird that they're, that the one lead, they're kind of poo-pooing on. Right. And like the one I'm genuinely more excited about, you know, in a way, like I want to see her storyline and I'm excited for when that other guy comes. Um, but I, that is so fascinating. They have not given her a date card. Wow. That is silly. Mm. Yeah. And they're only giving date cards to people that come down. So yeah, they need to change it up. Like you were saying earlier, we just keep seeing new person comes. It creates friction between another couple. Then they believe that person. It's like the same thing on repeat. I want to actually hear what these people are talking about on the beach, like, like the couples mm -hmm. on the beach. Like I want to be invested in Jess and Blake, but it seems like there's not really much there. They just like snuggle and that's all we know. Yeah. So like, is yeah. that going anywhere? Yeah. And then like when next week, some person comes down and steals Blake, am I going to feel bad for Jess? Like, I don't know. Right? Like, Probably not. <laughs> cause I, you know, and like, and it'd be one thing if this is like the new tactic they're trying because you're right like they are doing it it's like almost every single day card is that way and is that just will make those segments smaller then because if i have to see somebody setting up are they gonna go on the date mm -hmm. and then commercial and then I come back are they and gonna then it's, talk are they gonna, are gonna yeah it, are they it, gonna it, talk to their person and get permission and yeah like i don't please make that like literally five minutes tops and then like let's keep going like i can't um so my dog just groaned she agrees with that <laughs> thank you she's girl. like over it yeah, yeah. over it um but you know seeing cat do her like little itm where she was so okay so at some point um 
Aaron, the nerve, he has no prospect because, okay, also, by the way, y'all, Sam did not poop. She did not poop in time for the clock. Her 24 hours came up and she has not pooped and she had to decide to go. And Jesse later on tells us that she's fine, but she still has not pooped, which is getting a little concerning. Yeah. Well, she's got to get all the way back to the States, get to the hospital for them to do the procedure. So I'm like, I wonder why she didn't do the enema at like, girl, just shit somewhere in your butt. Get that poop out. Because what the so what I it's such a great example of like the way we have failed our generations with like poor sex ed, poor body education, all these different things. Also like shaming. I don't know her religious background. I don't know her, but like I would want to bet my next paycheck that she's probably been just like raised like a lot of women in our society, which is you you need to be ashamed of your body. There's homophobia, things like that. And, you know, like, you hear the stories online. I mean, this is really crass, y'all, but, like, you hear the stories online about men who are like, oh, I never wash my butthole because that's gay. Like, if I what? have a finger, yeah, like, <laughs> these are really weird men. Oh, my God. Like, so there's these guys who don't ever wash their buttholes? It's disgusting. They let the water just, like, go over it. No, they need soap. It probably yeah. smells, like, disgusting. Absolutely. And then you see the, the TikToks of the wives being like, oh, but he's my br- I have to, like... Wash his fucking shitty underwear. What? Ew. <laughs> so God, I'm so grateful for my hygienic husband. I know, please. Oh. And and so it's like, because I understand I if you don't like butt stuff, great. I'm supportive of you because I actually don't really like it either. But like put a finger in because the alternative is they're gonna put instruments in it. Like right. Right. Like, make it make sense, you know? Um, yeah. My Jayanon, which is, you know, my conspiracy corner for okay. Jenna yes. Anonymous. So mm-hmm. my Jayanon is that it is it was all a bit. She might have had a little bit of consultation, but, consultation, but they wanted to do something because last season's bit was that vibrator suitcase thing that did not work from them. Everyone so panned it. They hated it. They hated the skit where Wells dressed up as a woman, all of the shit, right? So they need, but they, for some reason, the producers think they have to have some kind of like fucking gimmick, mm-hmm. right? So they were like, we'll do this. And Sam ultimately agreed to it, even though I know it's kind of embarrassing, but she agreed to it because she doesn't really care and she might have actually wanted to go home like maybe she was like i don't really want to be here anymore and i don't feel that well but i don't believe she was nine days constipated because her body did not look that way and i'm not trying to be like you know (laughs) yeah she had a six pack still she's ripped her body is gorgeous she looks like she works out every day like yes rock on girl but how do you have a six pack if you have nine days of poop if i I mean, I have issues because I have endometriosis, so I just get, like, bloated. I will share that I have a great poop life. I Amen. <laughs> thankfully, I go multiple times a day, and I'm very proud of that and happy yes. with that in my life. But even with that, every night, my tummy is just bloated. Like, it's bloated because I've eaten food and, mm-hmm. you know the if i and if i get constipated which is rare but like a couple months ago i had a medical procedure then i got constipated and i looked six months pregnant so how in the world where is her poop located and she doesn't look that uncomfortable i'm sorry it's not like you would be so uncomfortable so i don't think it's true y'all i'm calling bullshit and i think she just wanted to go and it's a bit and they paid her off for it and honestly i would take the money in a heartbeat so there we go that's a great that's a great conspiracy theory thank you i never thought of it mm-hmm. yeah but i yeah do you think she really liked um aaron s i thought it was weird that she i never saw them kiss no. right yeah he's and like when she said goodbye they just hugged like if they really liked each other why couldn't be like Hey, let's, let's call each other when we get back home. If this doesn't work out for you at the beach, if you're saying Aaron, like call me, but it wasn't even that it was like, have fun. Okay. Thanks. Bye. No, he's, I'm sorry. I'm not to be mean, but he's the ugliest man on that beach. And, uh, I think he's really attractive. (laughs) Not my time. Who do you think? So I like dark hair yeah like my husband has dark hair so I, I i kind of like his features um i think avon is the hottest though yeah avon is really hot john b is hot uh as far as like 
kind of weird looking white men go i really liked uh the new guy that came john interesting Paul? john john henry john henry i thought he looked 13 years old yeah i guess a little bit but he seemed I, his personality was more like vibing with me um but i just don't like aaron because i think he's maga but uh <laughs> that's my um, well if he's not good i don't like him i mean who's to say but i just didn't see a connection either and so he was all like i want drama because i'm bored and so he smashes open the truth box and that's when we get all the the different various things and we get the brandon should make out with rachel stuff but we get also a bunch of questions or truths that are like uh cat is being uh the worst and she really fucked yeah. brandon over over and, and over and over playing <laughs> she's playing uh tanner too what do you think about tanner i think it's interesting that people are like oh god he's so hot and i'm like he just looks average to me yeah he's like a knockoff blake blake Hortzman to me totally totally um which is i liked blake back in the day so i don't think he's yeah, like not super attractive but like yeah it's, there's nothing he's boring these men are so boring Mm -hmm. <sighs> so yeah no one's exciting i wish we saw more of um of blake moines because i think he at least from social media um i wouldn't say we're like buddy but like we're like kind of instagram friends we're like you know we've responded to each other's stories and he's nice. responded to my videos and stuff and um and i love like all of his uh wildlife conservation stuff mm -hmm. and so we've like chatted back and forth but he's just like really cool and funny and I wish we got to see more of him and just more of everyone because like years ago when for instance Matt James season mm -hmm. he was on The Bachelor he was so boring right. and now we see on Instagram that he's hilarious he's such a character he's so outgoing it's like why the hell did they edit that out of the show? It's Why so would they weird. not want us to love him? Because it makes, like, when he did show random humor on his season, that was the most I was, like, endeared to his connections. Like, they are misunderstanding that we do want them to be silly and goofy because it, with the women or with the people, because it, it just, like, that is where we see the reality of it, you know? Yeah, um, and that's where we relate to them. Yeah. And, like, yeah, and we connect more, and we want to watch more. So true. So wow. yeah, some of these people might be more entertaining, and I believe you that Blake is probably way more entertaining on his Instagram, and it's like, I don't know why they're not showing it. You paid mm -hmm. so much money to have this man on the beach, because everyone's going to freak out about oh, it. Yeah. We're barely getting, getting him at all. So that's so silly. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of, oh, so yeah, Kat freaks out because she's like, how dare somebody continue to call out my fuckery? And she starts like screaming at Aaron and then screaming in the ITM and everyone could hear her. Uh, that was pretty funny. I, I wanted, I wanted somebody to approach her later and be like, are you okay? And then have her like freak out again. <laughs> yeah, she is very passionate. I don't, I don't hate her for it though, mm -hmm. because similar to how I saw myself in Teresa when, when Teresa didn't know how to shut up. I also like, I understand Kat because when I feel things, I feel them very strongly. And I don't like, if I'm mad, I am mad. And if I'm sad, like I get sad over the littlest things. Like I just saw today, there's a dog shelter in Atlanta where like there it's over capacity and they're like, we're so sorry, but there's nothing where we can do. We have to euthanize some dogs. And I'm like, oh my God, can we like, can we get five more dogs? And my husband's like, no. And I just get like so sad about it. Anyways. So I feel like I would be similar to Kat where mm -hmm. I would be so frustrated. Cause like, do I think she kind of played great? I don't know. I mean, there's nothing wrong with what she did because that is what paradise is. I think she liked Brayden. He's hot. He's fun. Like, I think they actually were, you know, had a connection. Do I think she wanted to marry him? No, but that's who she liked for the time being. And so why would she not like mm -hmm. hang out with him and make out with him? Mm -hmm. um, and then when Tanner came, she liked him more. Like, that's fine. I think her kind of breakup with Brayden was a little bit cold. Yeah. She could have been yeah. nicer about it. Um, so I do think she kind of has like a, just like a, just kind of hard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If, if that's the right word, you know what I mean? Kind yeah. of like hard shell um and when she has a lot of walls up and is like i'm yeah. just gonna like 
I'm going to cut this off and I'm not going to even really give you much emotion. But the emotion she gets is like, yeah, she's passionately angry, but yeah, like an yeah. actual like vulnerability is not going to really be there. Uh, you know? And so yeah. like, I get that. And you no, know, I totally agree with you. Like she, what she did was not wrong. How she handled it slightly weird. And then now she's, you know, uh, getting the, the reaction from people not enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. She's heavy. Oh my god. And I also wasn't too mad about it because like I said, I don't really care for Aaron, so like he I'm fine with it. Um, but yeah. it is pretty interesting. We'll see how it goes. And that's kind of it. Like we didn't get the rose ceremony officially. It'll happen probably next time. I don't remember what the teaser was. I don't either, but did we say that Brayden and Rachel do make out? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was fun. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> and then Sean, Sean's pissed, but yeah, I guess we covered that. <laughs> and then, so, and we don't know yet if Mercedes is going to pick Tyler over Will. I thought it was interesting. She kind of, I think it was an ITM or she was talking to somebody that like, Will is who she really connects with emotionally, mm -hmm. but Tyler is just so hot that she's like, just so attracted to him. So I wonder where that's going to lead her because if she's smart, she'll go with that emotional connection, right? Because Will is still hot. Yeah. Like, he's still a good-looking guy. And he's older. I think he's 30, and Tyler's, like, maybe 27? Mm -hmm. Maybe? Mm -hmm. Maybe wrong. I don't know. Yeah, he looks like, at least. Yeah. Now we'll see how that goes. Interesting. Poor Will. He really does. <laughs> he's really going through it. <laughs> yeah, I like Will. Yeah, I have nothing against him. He really, he got... He got so wrapped up in the drama in Michelle's season and um Yeah. Or maybe it was the Gabby Rachel season. I think it was I think it was Michelle. Yeah, you're right. It was because Michelle. because that Peter guy with the jacket. Yeah, yeah and the trophy or Yeah. And yeah. in the end, Will was the correct one on that. So um, Yeah. Yeah, so things are starting to build. We'll see. We have a couple more weeks in it. Um, I'm waiting for Katie Thurston to come down. We're waiting for Charity to come down with her date cards to give to people. Uh, hopefully so stupid. Rachel I kind of hate one. I know, isn't it? It's just I hate like, when they do that. On. It's like it's a waste of the budget too. Like we don't care about that. Let Charity hang out at home with Dotton. Yeah, please. She only has a limited time before she has to start dancing. Yeah. Hmm, rude. Um, all right, y'all. So that was it, I guess. Let me know what your thoughts and feelings are on the season and us getting through it. Uh, Kelly, this has been so much fun. I'm really glad we finally got to connect. Me too. Thanks for having me. Ah, thank you for coming on. Are, is there anything you want to like tell people about your account, little exciting things? Make sure you're following her and checking out these videos. They're very fun and a great way to like reminisce on the fun parts of the episode. <laughs> Thank you. My Instagram is at Kel Johns and TikTok is Kelly Johns official. Um, yeah. Follow me if you want to come along for the goofy video ride. And uh, I also just, I, I feel like I am just on Instagram stories every day, just sharing random shit about my day and just being weird. So yeah, I'm, I'm here for that too. We love so. that. Yeah, definitely. And come back again another time. Well, oh, Joey was on The Golden Bachelor. So we got a little sneak peek of our man, Joey. And uh, it was very funny. Gary was like, these are my women. Yeah. <laughs> but the women were like, mm, okay. I would love it if one of the rejects went on for the night one. It's so good. Oh, my God. Okay, anyway. Kathy, because Kathy was like, you always need a plan B. And she's talking about Joey. So funny. Yeah. Iconic. Okay. Great. Well, y'all, thank y'all so much. Love you. Stay golden. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Date Card Pod. Make sure you're following the podcast on all of the social media platforms. On Instagram and TikTok, it is at Date Card Pod. On Twitter, it's at Date Card Podcast. And you can email me at DateCardThePodcast at gmail.com. This podcast is hosted and produced by myself, Jenna Vesper. 
And you can find me on at Jenna with a smile on Instagram and check out all my other fun projects I have. Thank you so much to Michaela Jane for our amazing artwork and find her at MichaelaJane.com. And a huge thank you to Jed Overly for our theme music. You can find him on Instagram at JeddyBoyJames. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you share it with a friend, share it with your boss, share it with your mom, maybe an enemy. I don't really care as long as you share it. Okay. And maybe leave a review. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Hello and welcome to the ad for Afternoonified. The ad where we try to convince you to listen to our show. I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. We hope you like mummies, weird religions, cheese, historical figures, dicks, religion, and like a lot of other stuff. Did it work? Are you going to listen? Emily, they can't hear you. They're like pressing the skip button right now. Oh. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.